Hello and welcome to the Hellas Football Podcast. I'm your host Stephen and joining me today as always is Nick. How are you Nick? Not too bad in uh, cold, freezing cold Sydney. Yeah well it's actually quite dreary here in in England. It's uh, going to be a rainy week but thankfully I won't be here for most of it because I'm going on holiday tomorrow and I can't wait. Um, going to Cyprus as as is the tradition with me, <laughs> creature of habit. But I can't wait. I'm so excited. But but I'd squeeze in a last episode of the podcast with me on it at least until uh, I'm back next week. But yeah, yeah, I'm very excited. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a there's a few things to touch on this week, Nick. There's a you know there's qualifiers, there's the draw for the Champions League and the Europa League and the Europa Conference League and transfers and other and a few other things so we'll jump right in so as i just it said the uh champions league is upon us especially well for greek clubs it is anyway um so the draw will be held today for the champions league the europa league and the conference league and it's either to determine who will face who in the next round who will play who in home and away first um, and so, yeah, it's it's more it's, for Ike. It's quite significant because they decide who they will play in the third round once the second round is done. Um, for Olympiagos in the Europa League, that's going to decide if they play home and away or not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll start with Bathanagos because they're actually playing this week. Nico, they're they're playing Dinim Pro. Um, uh, and we, we touched upon this a few weeks ago. What? But now that it's coming up, now what, how do you feel? Do you think feel like Bar already. As of the time of recording, uh, there are two sleeps to go, and I'm very, very excited. Uh, return to Champions League football uh, after eight years of waiting. Even though, uh, albeit a qualifier, very, very excited. Uh, as we've touched on in previous episodes, the away leg is the first leg, which it's a neutral ground in Slovakia. There'll be a huge Greek presence uh, there in attendance as well. Very, as I said, very excited. Um, my conf- oh, I'm still very confident. I think we are going to get past Dimpro over two legs. Uh, my confidence levels have slightly dropped, though, and that's because of the re- the performances more than anything, even more than the results in our last two friendly matches. Uh, that was a 1-0 loss to Rayo Vallecano, and before that we had a draw at home as well at Leo Fornos. Forget who that was against. Uh, not rough. Uh, oh, I've had a mind blank. But I, I know it was a very uh, lethargic performance, especially the Raya Valicano game. I, th- I guess uh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm the same because I I try not to get too downheartened by friendly matches, even if we don't win. But it's I guess it's with you always have to take those with a pinch of salt because you could look amazing in in preseason and then look horrendous for the rest of the season, or you could again it could yeah. be the complete opposite. So you never know. Maybe what I think is yeah, what was cause for concern more than anything? I don't think that was our best eleven, but for all circumstances considered as you know for at the time that's pretty much as close as we're going to get i think vilena is going to for instance i don't know if he's going to start because he didn't start that friendly he might you know i think he's going to play but maybe not start ruben perez has just lost another yard of pace the the midfield was a huge cause of concern especially in that recent uh, friendly we just couldn't move the ball quick enough yeah, but I guess it's maybe Jovanovic is trying new things out. And and how many friendlies has um Filena actually been we involved had a, in? Uh, that was one and only. Oh yeah, bench. well he's barely he's barely been integrated, man. I, I he should, exactly. That, that's what I'm saying. I'd I'd love I would have loved for him to start. I don't think he will. 
look, he's still. I think he'll still have something to prove coming on. You know, he'll want to make a big impact, especially in a big game. As you said, Bathanagos, nearly a decade since you guys were in the Champions League, um, which makes me as an Olympiagos fan feel very privileged, despite the yeah, fact always, we haven't been. I was in Greece for that for those those games. We played a Belgian side. I think it was Standard Liège from from memory. We won the first leg at Leofordos, then lost the away leg, the second oh, leg. Yeah, well, Greek clubs, never tra- Greek clubs never travel yeah. away. <laughs> we never do yeah. well away from home, no matter what the circumstances. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I think another thing, as I said, the, the away leg is at Slovakia. That that mm. fills me with more confidence. And also the fact that Dimpro, that, that was selling a couple of their players and then they've picked up, you know, their better players have picked up a few injuries as well in recent days and weeks. Yeah, and I guess having the um, having the first leg away in Slovakia, as you said, because obviously due to uh, <laughs> under circumstances beyond their control, they are not playing in Ukraine at this time. Um, do you feel more confident because the second leg is going to be at Leo Foros? So yeah, no matter what happens sure. in the first leg, you can go for back sure. and hopefully get a positive result to send you guys through. For sure. Absolutely. There there are no excuses. In this, over two legs here against Dimpro, there are no excuses. We have to get the job done at all costs. And if we do, uh, that guarantees Europa League group stage football as the bare minimum. And who would you play in the next round potential uh, as a potential? I think that it's... draw is going to be completed at so if, as it, it's a couple of hours away, basically from yeah, now. Yeah, I'll probably so watch just, it actually. I'll by the time by the time mo- mo- yeah, most of you guys listen, uh, we'll have it updated updated and posted on our socials as well. So it's going to be one of Rangers, Marseille, uh, PSV, and Braga. One of oh, those four. Yeah, we spoke about these Very. Before. Oh, we'll be the underdogs against sure. whoever we face of those four. Rangers will be the only ones I fancy us against, but we'd still be the underdogs. Um, but as I said, even if we lose that, we'd skip the playoff round of qualifying and we'd, be an auto- we'd get an automatic spot into the Europa League group stage. Exactly, man. Which so would be great. You that's can't, what we want to be. And that's for, you know, for all Greek clubs, taking away any bias, we want, we want, we've said it a million times, I've said it a million times too, we want as many Greek clubs in Europe as possible because the coefficient will suffer if that's not the case, like last season. Um, and I guess just jumping on Ajax because they're in the Champions League too, they obviously don't play yet, but as I said before, we'll find out who their opponents is or who they could be playing in the third round um, in the play. Ajax are unseeded as well, it's yes. worth noting. They are unseeded. Um, there's some tricky sides there, and there's some more straightforward sides that they should they should be beating there. So we'll see what happens there. Well, thing is with Ike, as we said, they, they, they've got they've got goals in them. Oh, they they smack someone in one of their friendlies. Exactly, they've uh, looked good in preseason. They've yeah, they've looked sharp in preseason. But the Whereas thing with for that us, is... that's that's been the yeah that's been the big thing for us the, the lack of goals again. But we, for that... the, the, you know, this has been injured. Sporar hasn't yeah. But that's the thing. It's like got. playing that's... with a man down up front. Then you've got the Swede, Yeremiah. Uh, he's probably mm. looked our best striker. Compared, it's big, big contrast uh, to Ike. But that's the thing, Nick. They could look. I mean, again, I'm not downplaying Ike at all because they do look good. But you know, like I said, you could look amazing in preseason like they have, and then not turn up for the qualifiers. You know, absolutely, it's very, very possible. It could be the opposite for you guys. You guys too. So. Look, I think we just need to downplay it, but I would love it, you know, if I can get to a... I think they're guaranteed Europe no matter what anyway, because if they drop down to... Conference they, League. Correct. Yeah, they're guaranteed Conference League. Um, But hopefully they get at least Europa League, even if it doesn't really matter. We just need Greeks in, Greek teams in Europe. Um, So moving on to the Europa League, as I said before, Libyagos, we know, we know who our opponents 
could be. It's just today the uh, the home and away ties will be settled in the draw. Yes. The one thing that is interesting, though, Nick, is um, if Olympiagos um, have the home leg as the second leg, it yeah. comes a day after the UEFA Super Cup is due to be played at Yorgos Garriskaki. So I'm wondering if they're going to try and... No, I don't they, know if they, they're going to move it. They'll they surely they have to move the home leg first because the home leg, that will make the, the home leg at Gariskaki will be a week away from the Super Cup because there's no way that Gariskaki would be able to host the Super Cup and then host... No, that's <laughs> right. There's no way, unless we're forced to play away from uh, our own home ground for the home leg. No, they'd probably give you guys the first leg then. Surely. I, I think surely they will. I'll, like I said, I'm going to watch the draw. Um, and, and as, as we there. said, it's going to be one of Genk or Servet, probably Servet for you guys. Most likely. Um, and that's, like I said, it's it's the draw I want, not because I think that they're a bad team, but because Genk are a much better team than both Olympiagos and uh, Servet. So I'd rather, sure. much, yeah. And so they they play each other, I think, either, tom- is it tomorrow? They play? Let me just quickly. Look. I think it's the day after we play it. So um, I think Europe, it's Wednesday yes. night, and for us in Australia, it's Thursday morning because we play Dimpro Australian time on the Wednesday morning. They actually, pl- oh no, they play on the twenty fifth as well. They play on the twenty fifth as well. Okay, yeah. So Same. Okay. okay, so by the time I I arrive in Cyprus, I'll know we'll know who won the first leg, and the first leg will be in Switzerland, and then the second leg will be in Belgium. Um, I'm not sure how it works then for you guys being, you know, having that Super Cup final, but I know for us and Ike, it's whoever gets drawn first has the home leg first. I see. Look, I, I think that sometimes with no matter who, sometimes if there are certain extenuating circumstances with the draw, yeah, they do occasionally will, they do occasionally change it. So even if Olympiagos get draw, drawn second, they'll pro, I mean, I'd be so very surprised if they don't give us the home leg just because of the circumstances of hosting it a very important UEFA event like the Super Cup, um, you know, which I, I'll probably tune into, even though it doesn't involve any of my teams. It's a Gariskaki. So it'd be a, it'd be an exciting one. And then we, uh, after, moving on from Olympiagos, we have, um, it's Aris and Balk. Let me just have a quick, just bring I'm it up here. Not it's... sure on Balk, but we know who Aris's opponents are now. They um, will now face uh, Ararat, the Armenian yes. uh, club. Ar- Ararat Armenia in um on the 27th of July and the 3rd of August the first leg will be in Armenia and the second leg will be in Thessaloniki uh, we do great. know we do know Balk's opponents Nick they played Beitar Jerusalem on the same oh yeah leg. we've touched on that yeah yeah yes. we, we've touched on that. first leg is in Dumba second leg is in uh in Jerusalem so um I think we've touched upon it well we have touched upon it before two teams that both Balk and Aris should get past, but two teams that could also give them a headache as well. But hopefully that's not the case because there's no we, drop, there's no dropping into any other competition if they get knocked out of this one. Absolutely. We we don't know who Olympiakos and Ike have to play. That's not a hundred percent set in stone at the time of recording, but for us, for Bunneth and Aikos, for Balk and for Aris, we'd have to be favored. All three would be have to be favored. Yeah. And I think it's it's good that they, these um it's good that we know these opponents yeah, their opponents now and like you said, hopefully they actually play like their favourites and not <laughs> all three of them and not the uh, exactly not underperform because that's what that's we, my uh, big thing with Bonathan Aikos just just go go for it and focus on our game. See the thing with Bar is I'm not as worried about them because as you said Nick you have so many 
you're you're based you are guaranteed Europe as well. So even though even though it'd be nice to see Greek clubs in the Champions League. You guys will can be in Europe fall. regardless. Um, whereas if we, with... any great, even I in the Champions League, we we great clubs severely struggle. Yeah, but Europa League's a good there. level. It for is us, for our country. But I, I'm I'm more worried about Balkan Aris because there isn't that safety net. Because at least yeah. even with Olympia Agos, we're not we're not guaranteed Europe yet. But there is that safety net for um, yes. for if we don't for succeed in the Europa League, we'll drop into the Conference League playoffs. And I'd rather us stay in the Europa League to be honest. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully Aris and Bal can get through this part of qualifying and then see who they play in the next round. But it doesn't get easy in the Conference League. Let me tell you, there are some good teams in there. Um, and if they're not good teams, they're teams that can still trouble uh, Greek clubs for sure. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's going to be a very interesting draw to see who plays where and who plays who in the next rounds and and then the actual games themselves this week, which obviously we'll be keeping an eye on. And I'm sure while I'm in Cyprus, I'll be keeping an eye on all the games that are happening for the Cypriot clubs too. Um, but yes, let's continue. So I guess now, Nick, we can go to transfers if you want. Um, yeah. The first, We'll start with Ayek because they are, well, in alphabetical order, we'll start with Ayek. They have been in the news. Yes. So they recently signed Mexican midfielder uh, Roldo. Rodolfo Pizarro from Inter Miami on a free transfer. So good signing. I think that was got a yeah. fair bit of, of of notoriety in the in the media. Obviously, not just because Ica champions, but because it's a, it's a very good signing for them. And what's no, your right. what's your thoughts on this one, Nick? As you said, very good signing uh, at a decent age. Good good amount of experience behind him. Has a couple mm. of good years left in the tank. Versatile as well. It can cover several positions in the midfield. Good good pickup for them. Yeah, no, it's and and I, I like and someone said, I, I believe Almeida has worked with him as well in the past. Yeah, that makes sense, and and I think it's just like you said, it's another one that it's another transfer that comes in that strengthens I even more, which makes them a, yeah. they just look more and more like a threat. And like I said, don't want to take preseason games for granted, but yeah, they they look they look pretty like put well put together. And it's what's interesting as well is I cannot going out there. At, and th- this might change if they reach a like European group stage proper, but they haven't gone for anyone like really big yet. I know they re-signed Pineda and Bizarro is a big is a fairly big signing, but they haven't gone out and really splashed it and tried to further them. And I I think they've tried to just settle the squad because I think the problem. I think I, though, yeah, I think but, Ike and Panathinaikos as well are, are waiting for for these Champions League qualifiers, I think like, especially yeah. Ike. If they get through their their third round and they've got to play a playoff for the Champions League playoff round, they'll they'll have a big signing in before then. Like and bam. Yeah, and I think even for Olympiagos as well, that's the same thing because we're we we are we have we'll go on to Olympiagos in a sec, but I think that the understanding is a lot of our big business will be done mid-August by the time we know our fate in Europe. Um and hopefully yes. just before the actual league kicks off. Uh, With Ike as well, they've had they've had the uh, big bids that they've rejected for Garcia. Yes, huge bids. I think they I think they rejected about it was eighteen million euros or so, and now yeah, they twenty uh, or something, twenty five. They want thirty. Crazy. They want crazy money yeah. for him, and fair enough. Yeah. Like. I, I think they have to be wary because Olympiagos have done that before with Madi Camara. You know, we we were like, we want this amount of money and we never got it. And now we're, we're trying to sell him for peanuts. So they have to yeah, be no, careful, it's, but it's, I, I respect them for standing yeah. strong with it, at least. Yeah, look, that's true too. But you, you just wonder that that for great clubs, that is insane money. Oh, and yeah. what they, what, especially what Almeida could have done with his contacts, 
in you know that Central and South America, he could have picked up three, four players for that sort of money. Oh, definitely. I mean, good players, good players as well. I mean, I can't think of the last time a Greek I, I, was it Retsos? I think Retsos went for quite a lot, didn't he, to buy Leverkusen? He was, I think he yeah. went for like 30 mil or something. That's probably the biggest sale we've ever made. Um, and Manolas, I think we we sold for Manolas. I was gonna say, yeah. yeah, Manolas went for a fair bit. Mitroglu went for about 12, 13. But yes, and and obviously different Dimitas eras though. That twelve thirteen <laughs> Mitroglu went for is now in this day and age the lack of strikers around would be more than double. <laughs> exactly. That was 2013, 2014. Oh god, yeah, it still it still pains me to this day <laughs> when he left mid season. Um, so next we go to Aris. They've signed a, they've signed a Spanish forward, Nico, and his name is Lauren Moron, which is a bit of an unfortunate yes. name. He's a, hopefully he's not <laughs> on for them. <laughs> Free transfer from uh, Real Betis. Um, and yeah, yeah, Aris just it's quantity. And I wouldn't say it's over quality because I don't. We don't know how quality that these players will be for Aris, but it, it, I guess they did have a fair few exits, so they're trying to recoup and bring in a lot more. But yeah, they, they've just they've just it's they've been the biggest, the, the, the yeah. busiest club of the summer so far, and they've also brought in. I think David. that's the eleventh, eleventh signing or twelfth signing. Yeah, they've made. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, uh, thirteen signings <laughs> as of now, uh-huh. and. And um, interestingly, Nico, I did. We missed this one, but you were talking about how uh, your opponents, Dinimpro, uh, have sold, have le- uh, lost a couple of players. One of them is uh, Ronald uh, Matarita from the uh, Costa Rican defender who was playing for uh, Dinimpro, and he's now at Addis. Nice. There you go. So there you go. That's one <laughs> that that went, that went from your opponent. Um, and they've also signed David uh, Carlson on loan from Urawa Reds. Um, Costa Rican midfielder Alvaro uh, Zamora from um, Saprissa. Interesting. Um, yeah, so they've, they, like I said, these are players that I'm not as familiar with as I probably should be, but they're, um, they've just be signing loads of players <laughs> just to bolster their team, I guess. Not a lot of Greeks. They did sign a couple of Greeks earlier on, but not, uh, they're not, they're not doing their, um, their domestic <laughs> players any favors, but you know, who yeah. knows? It might change. At some point soon. Um, trying to think if there's any other from. The, look, we'll stay on the big clubs. For, we'll stay on the bigger clubs for now. Actually, oh, I know they got some other done. <clears throat> yes, that's a big one. That, but... Tanzanian forward Ali uh, Samata. I think we touched on it, but it hadn't been secured yet. It hadn't been confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's confirmed. Free transfer from Fenerbahce. Um, good signing, I guess, for them. He, I like we said before, Nico. He he came with big expectations at Villa, your your uh, your other team, and and he didn't really deliver. Um, but you know, in in the Super League with Bark, I think that's a good signing. Um, for for them, they needed another centre forward. Um, so yes, that that's a decent one. For Fury's them. out. Fury's out for me. I don't know. Fury's out. We'll have to see. Yeah, I, mean, I, I know it's a drop off, but I yeah, I don't know. I think it's more the competition because you know if if they show signs like he did early on at Villa before you know he, he had I think he had a mixture of injuries and other circumstances. If you drop down to a competition like Greek football with, without you know without dumbing it down too much because we do love the league um, for what it is, um, he should be good. But like you said, Look, there's no insane, guarantees. Exactly. If he's going to have guys like Ostendelias around him feeding him, then yeah, exactly. He should be expected to hit double digits in goals. Uh, speaking of Gonzandelias, I think he, if I, if I'm not mistaken, he's on the top 100 young players for the Golden yeah. Boy Award, which 
amazing news for for any Greek player to be on there. And uh, finally, he's getting a bit of recognition because I'm actually been not pleased at how so many young players have been like, oh, look at this guy. He's the next big thing. Look at this guy from this country. And I'm like, where's the recognition for Costandelias? He's been excellent for Balk. I can't sing his praises enough. Hopefully he gets even more recognition at post uh, this Golden Boy Award list. Not that I think he'll win it, but hey, being nominated uh, is, is a great honour for him. Um, and now we go to your club, Nigo, because you guys have made another signing since you made the, the big one of Tony Vel, Velhena. Um, you signed Croatian defender Tim Jedvai on loan from Lokomotiv Moscow. Um, thoughts on this one? We were linked with a plethora of centre-backs and I'm glad we ended up with Tim Jedvai. Very glad because his name stood out compared to the rest we're linked with. Uh, versatile as well, experienced, again, at a good age, good pedigree, mm. played for Croatia. And as we know, Croatia are no mugs, so he's broken into that in, at the international scene. Be good for him if he can get back in. Uh, bit of a downturn in form recently in Russia, and he was loaned out to the Middle East uh, before coming to us, so the early part of 2023. Look, we'll see. I don't obviously he's not going to be breaking up the first choice pairing of Magnuson and club captain Schenkerveld for now, uh, but we'll see over time. Uh, good, good to have a third centre back in, and I think we need another. If I'm being brutally honest, yeah, I remember but the good was... thing with Genva is he can cover right back and left back as well if need be. And and you know what, it's always good to have one of those switchblade players in your team because, like you said, he can cover multiple positions. And I I remember when he was. Who was he playing that was quite significant? He was a by yes, by Leverkusen. That's it. He was Leverkusen, correct. Yeah, and I remember him being fairly highly rated there uh, when he did play. Um, and you know, he spent the last few years in Moscow. He went on loan to Al Ain in uh, in the Middle East as well. It, it, this is only a loan for us as well, with an option to buy at the end of it. For Do you know the transfer in euro? That's decent, actually. If he does well for you, that's a low risk. With an option. Yeah, no, definitely. We we go for it if he does. Look, uh, and again, he's coming in essentially to replace Sadlia. Who would you rather as the third choice for now? Sadlia or Yenva? It's a no-brainer. Exactly. Because this guy at least has the... He has the possibility of breaking into the first team, and I feel like exactly. he, he can, quality. He can put pressure. Defenders. Yeah, he can put yeah. pressure on Magnuson and, and Schenkerville. Absolutely. Um, I guess we can move on to my team, Olympiagos. So no, no. Well, it's not official yet, but we are on the verge of signing twenty-nine-year-old uh, uh, centre-back Nicholas Freyer from uh, Liga MX side Pumas on loan with an option to buy. I think the option to, I think his valuation is two point five billion euros, if I'm not mistaken. But very good signing, left-footed centre-back, something that Olympiagos and Antonio Cordon, the sporting director, have been looking for for a long time. So he comes in. Uh, I'm I'm really pleased with this signing. I like it. We, like we said, we needed upgrades in centre back. We're looking to get a couple more, like Domingo Duarte. We're still in contact with. I think um, it's just there's a difference between what Olympiagos are willing to either loan him out for in terms of his wages and and his club. Um, we are also rumored to be after. Let me just have a look. What was his name? Um, Apologies, bear with me. There's um, been lots of names for you guys. There's been loads, but then that's just that's Olympiagos in a nutshell, man. We're always there was a, a Scottish bloke that was linked. Yes, yes. Um, I think it's Holsgrove. That's it. Um, he, I see the 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 understanding with him is apparently he has agreed to join, but it will be with the understanding that he'll be loaned out again. And I think that okay. 
I, I kind of get it because he might have something special about him. I trust Cordon, obviously, because he knows he's a very good sporting director. But yeah, it's an interesting one. I mean, we, we, we're linked with a, a few players like him. Uh, one, one interestingly, who's also from Locomotive Moscow, who came out yesterday, is uh, uh, Francis, Francoise uh, Camano, who's a w- Ghanaian winger. Free, he's currently a free agent, so he's just left Locomotive Moscow, but he's one that we are apparently in contact with, and we do need another winger, because as of yesterday, uh, Brichy and uh, Zinkanagel are no longer in Diego Martinez's plans for Olympiagos. Um, and then in terms of our exits, actually, Nick, there's a couple of... There's one or two... So Mamadou Kane, um, yes, midfielder sir. we bought from Nefchi Baku last season after he... I guess played okay for us. Didn't really get a chance at Olympiagos. Didn't look bad whenever he played. I just victim of the transition season that like everyone else in the team. Um went to Bafos FC for one million pounds. And speaking of moves to Cyprus, Mathieu Valbuena apparently is moving to Apollon Limassol on a free transfer. So he's gonna enjoy the the uh, the sunny sunny Cyprus just as much as I am, yeah. except he I'll be in Lamnaga and he'll be in Limassol. So I'll try, you know, I'll try, I'll give him I'll give him a call. So I can't uh, go have a frappe with him or something. Um but yes, that's uh, that's Olympiagos. So we're looking at, well, just to finish up with Olympiagos, it sounds like we're going to try and get a striker before the qualifiers. We're going to try and get a winger before the qualifiers. And we've already brought in a defender. Um, so hopefully the moves will be made sooner rather than later. Um, okay, so I guess we can look at some lesser. Is there any players that stick out to you from the smaller teams? that? Because yeah. uh, I think there's one or two for me, Nick. I'll just... When we last jumped on... There, but have made a signing. Forget the name. Um, uh, let me bring it up. Banadoli- yeah, he's a fiddle at Volos, and yeah. they signed another, another, I think it was Spanish, another guy as well. After the year, uh, let's see, that doesn't seem to be any on here right now, but then this might not have updated yet. Um, I tell you what, there's one that has stuck out to me, um, and that is Gifisia because they've just signed former yes. Olympiagos player. Uh, Ugmunda yes. Christensen, um, you know, decent backup centre back. Michael, who's a massive Larissa fan, will obviously know that he was excellent for them. And just... also, yes, the big one for the new boys is Sotiris Ninis. Yes, I was just going to touch on that one. Sotiris Ninis is still in the Super League, but this time he's with promoted side uh, Givisia. So good luck to him. Hopefully he can um, be their talisman player and keep them up. <laughs> How old be... is he these days? He wouldn't be older than 32. No think... way he'd be older Let me than have a 32. Quick look. I don't think he's any older than 32, 33. Let's have a look. He is 33. There we go. He's 33 years old. Okay. So, you know. Well, good luck to him. Back in yeah, Athens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. nice suburb. Nice, nice suburb to live in on the northern suburbs of Athens. So, yeah, good luck to him. Yeah, we have so many Athens clubs in the Super League now. <laughs> um, let's have a look. Any other major players? Major names that are popping out right now um not hugely actually i mean not as many standout ones as last week but you know if, if any if any come up then we'll uh in the next week or so if i'm posting or not we'll uh, we'll let you guys know but that's kind of the transfer those are the confirmed transfers so we can go to some rumors if you want as well nick because there's some yeah. there's some great there's some ones that are quite oh well we can do some transfers abroad as well actually because that so if 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 you recall, uh, the one Baniyodis Daxidis, he has yes. now left the Middle East after two years and is now at Romanian side Cluj, 
Um, so yeah, that that I I just thought of get a couple of random ones from the Hellas football social media. Yeah, page. I saw that. I saw yeah, that. That's a random one. I mean, he won't. He, he's not part of the uh, the setup anymore for the for the ethnic gear. He'd have to be thirty these days as well. Oh yeah, I think he, he's only. He's like one of that foul generation. Yeah, burst onto the scene at Roma, talent, then just never really kicked on. No, and I thought he'd be great when he signed for Olympiagos, but he was an absolute chonk. Like he's just a big, big centre back with hardly any movement whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. so not centre back, holding mid. Sorry. Um, uh, and the next one, uh, Ezad Alkmaar apparently has received two consecutive proposals for uh, Vangelis Bavlidis by Stuttgart, and the most recent bid was thirteen million euros. But apparently, that wasn't enough to satisfy. Uh, as Ed, um, Stuttgart, good move for Bavlidis, or should he be looking elsewhere? They've been at the the, the bottom uh, echelons, like the bottom part, fighting fighting for survival in recent years in the Bundesliga. Mm. Now it's a big five league, so that ticks that box. Could he aim for higher? I, I still look for a season. Yeah, it wouldn't be a bad move. He'd be playing against better opposition week in week out. For sure, but he wouldn't be playing European football. That's the drawback. Exactly. Whereas with Azed, at least if even though he's in the Dutch league, he's still getting European football every se- uh, more or less every season because they're in a good yeah. place at the yeah. moment. Um, and speaking of Stuttgart, uh, Mavrobanos yes. is having second thoughts about going to the Prem. He was he's been linked on and off with Forest, Nottingham Forest. That is Forest, and also I read just a few hours ago Tottenham as and a backup Spurs. if they get one of their top priorities. Yeah, listen, get the Greek connection in, get Ange Postagoglou to, <laughs> to sort out Mavrobanos, man. I'd love that. But I, I think he's having second thoughts because I, 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 I rec- he, the Juventus link is still fairly strong from what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah. And look, Juve aren't in the best place so. at the moment, but they're a huge club. No, oh, ma- massive club. The thing is with them, they're not playing in Europe uh, this upcoming season. No. And I think I could be wrong. The way I see it, they're looking to sell off one of their centre-halves and then he would be the replacement. So it might be contingent upon that. Yeah, and so I think he has to just play his cards right in this transfer window. There's no rush for him to go anywhere no. immediately. But, you know, I think I think securing a move away from Stuttgart would be good because I think for his quality, I know we've just said it'd be probably a good move for Bavlidis, but I think for Mavrobanos, because he's been so highly rated in the Bundesliga, I think he warrants uh, like in a top five league already he warrants like that step up whereas Bavli this he should try and test himself in a top five league before then getting a move up yeah and he and Bavli this is still quite young as well so Mavrobanos I'd love to see in uh, look, I'd love to see him at Tottenham it'd be it'd be great uh, you know my, for my dad's sake because he's uh, obviously a massive Tottenham supporter um and staying in Holland um Utrecht are keen to resign Vasilis Barkas um apparently they're in advanced stages of talks two-year co- contract potentially he did well for them on loan from celtic um so you know a good place to rebuild his career eh, Nigo? yeah absolutely yeah it's I a good think. league yes i think it'd be they're, they're not the dutch league the portuguese league they're not the top five leagues but they're good solid leagues and i tell you what man they're really pushing france to get that fifth place yeah like that, because the the French obviously have not done so great in Europe. Whereas these like smaller teams, like you know, Azed got to the semi final of the Conference League. Benfica got to the, you know, the knockout stages of the Champions League and and start and etc. You know, they, they they're doing well for their coefficient. So they they are, despite the fact they're not top five league uh, nations in the UEFA coefficient, they could very well challenge France next season if France don't get their act together. Because uh, PSG are carrying their coefficient and they've been underperforming in Europe. So. Just says all really. 
Um, and I guess um, in terms of rumors, Nick, we'll, we'll finish oh, off with this one. There was the a best whopper. one, the best one I've yeah, seen in a long yeah. time. But this, you are near this of Banthanaikos, has been apparently linked by ESPN um, to Portes as a cheap alternative for Manchester United if they can't sign Frankfurt's Colomuani. Oh my <laughs> goodness, Nick. Well, go on, give me your thoughts on this one. Do you think he's going? He's going to go to Old Trafford? <laughs> And, and I love Yannis. I really yeah. like him, and I think he's going to kick on this season and be very good for us. But he's not at that level yet; nowhere near it. No, I think like, they've just woken up and to the, said to themselves, "It's a slow news day. What dumb link can we come up with?" And they that, somehow picked Yannis. That's got to be the craziest link in Greek, yeah. like for a while this summer for Greek club players at the moment. I mean, look, if if it somehow happened, that would be hilarious. I mean, you you take the money and and you, bear in mind oh, you, you have to charge United like triple what there are what what the what the Absolutely. actual value of the player is because they're Man United and they don't know how to they don't know how to uh, <laughs> negotiate with anyone. Uh, for a play, I mean, and and he obviously wouldn't start, obviously. But I'm, I'm talking like this is actually could this actually could happen. There's no way this is happening. No way. It's no. just a funny rumor. I think Michael picked up on it, and it is hilarious. The thing is, it's not the first time he's been in the news like this in his career. And again, it wasn't like Man United or anything. If you remember, a couple of years ago, he was linked uh, with moves to the MLS. I'm not yes, sure if he, you remember that. That's the thing. I, uh, I seems do to be linked with, with these weird moves. But then, at least with MLS, like we we we've, we've oh, had it's our, more playing time, yeah, yeah. We we we've made our opinions on MLS. Well, I've made my opinions on MLS clear. Like it's it's yeah. for for the level for the level of the player that he is, it makes more sense for him to go MLS than Absolutely. United because it, it's a league where he he get like you said he'd get game time and he'd probably be quite consistent in scoring. Whereas Man United, like. What are you gonna do? You're gonna be third choice behind Martial and Rashford. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and if they and even if, if they they might even sign another centre forward. So yeah, exactly. It, it doesn't make any sense. Look, this and I'm not bashing you on this because I think he's a bad player. He's a very good super league player. He's a yeah. Greek international. But I just think that United is that's that's just like FIFA career mode levels. Like some Banathanagos fan playing Man United just deciding yeah. to sign you. <laughs> you know, need this as like a backup or something. I think he's got to learn the lessons on a serious note. Learn the lessons from last season mm. uh, and, and add goals to his game. Because his all-round game, especially for the Super League level, is great. And European experience is going to do him the world of good. He's broken into the national, in, you know, international level for the ethnic year. He, he's improving. He's on the up. And I think he's going to be a, a key part of our season this season. For me, when first choice striker, you know what I'm fully with you as well because it's not just about showing up in the Super League because he's been he was a great impact player for you guys. But I think when sometimes when the pressure was on, he couldn't finish those yeah. chances in in Greece. But if he can do that in Europe, even in the even if it's just the qualifiers and he gets you to the group stage proper, that raises your stock so high as a player. If you can with, like yeah. even if you like at like averagely consistent in Europe. Like you, you will that that raises your value so much, and then maybe we can start talking about him moving to the Prem, <laughs> let alone Manchester United. Um, <laughs> but yeah, those are all the rumors that we've got, and I just thought that last one was brilliant, so I had to, I had to include it. Um, so now, Nigar, we move to uh, some interesting news about Ebor because it's never it's never straightforward with Ebor. Um, no. So the the news uh, came out, I believe. Okay, was it yesterday? Uh, a couple of days ago, that the that they have chosen five stadiums to potentially host the twenty twenty four Greek Cup final, um, and that includes Oaka, um, Gaftan uh, Zoglio, uh, 
Pancritio. Um, excuse my 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 language. Excuse me, trying to pronounce these things. Um, Bana Bana Bam Peloponiso Psycho. Oh God! And, oh, uh, we that's probably in Patra. Yeah, it is. And um, that's in Patra. Pancesalico Volos Pancritio in Kaftanzoglio Thessaloniki. There you go, Nick. Your pronunciation is far better than mine. Um, yeah, and these are the five stadiums, and apparently they haven't ruled out playing it internationally as well. And I just, I, I read that and I just thought, oh, for goodness sake, just learn from your mistakes of last time. Just keep it in Greece. Just pay out Oaga whatever you owe them for the last final that you played there and just just play it in Oaga. If you really are going to overcomplicate it or or just play it in Volos again, I don't know. Or, or you know, or anywhere. Just just get just get it done early and don't waste your time. Apparently they're going to try and get it sorted before the season kicks off or at least in the early stage of the season they better because you know, I I can't stress enough, Nick. Last last season, when they were trying to get this organized at like a ten days before the finals due to play, was an absolute embarrassment. Um, that took the cake for the last last season was a circus on a lot of fronts. That took the cake though. That was number one. That was a hundred percent on the, the worst. Top list, Number one. Yeah, from 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 Germany, UK, Australia, USA to potentially being yeah, like Poland, Romania, Lesbos. Serbia, Albania. Yeah, Lesbos. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully Ebo get their shit together and uh and actually uh choose a yeah. stadium or you know make an agreement on a stadium and uh, we I'm sure, we don't know yet if there'll be fans there probably won't be because it's Ebo and and also fans that rivaling fans don't behave themselves unless it's unless it's like you know when Olympiagos played Xanthi like 10 years ago. When that was, was yeah, twenty fifteen. Yeah, when that were like, you know, you can have both fan bases because there's no there's yeah. no beef. So And they didn't even I remember Xanti, that cup final, they didn't even feel I don't think they filled their allocation. No, I don't think they did. Um but yeah, I mean that, that's just an example of a two that's teams. That's the that last time a, a club from outside the big four, five got, got into a cup final. Is it? I think yeah, you're right be. because after that it, it was it was like Ike a million times but and Falk a million times, dynasty, yeah. And then you uh, us uh, us two like on occasion. Yeah, we won it yeah. once. You guys won it once. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, hopefully we see a bit of a cup set this season. Um, but yeah, and also, Edward, choose your ground soon, please. Um, yeah, definitely. Okay, let's finish off Nick with questions because there's a few this week. Uh, let's start with Twitter. So we have um, Muno. Zaro at um, Agrio underscore. Will um, Villal be playing with Banthanagos first team this year? And is there any truth behind the rumor of you? I need this to Man United. <laughs> Nico, we've answered the second part of that question. Um, the first que- the first part of that question for you. What do you What do you think? Yeah, we we touched on uh, as you said. We touched on you. I need this first part of the question. The way I see it is Bilal wasn't majorly involved in the preseason friendlies and especially the, the two at Leofortos, which I remembered just before. Uh, the, the, the first one at Leofortos was Hapoel B. Shiva, who we drew to and then we lost to Raya Valacano. He wasn't involved in those, so that tells me he won't be involved in the first team. We've got three strikers as it stands at the moment. Personally, I'd love to see us, see us sign another one. How realistic that is, I'm not quite sure. It might have to be sell to buy. I don't know. Uh, at the moment, Sporar's had a, been playing a lot, and I can see Sporar starting uh, in the European matches coming up. Yeremayev has been our most impressive. Uh, for me, as I said, Yohan, this fit is my first choice. 
Okay. It's a problem position for us, and he doesn't seem to be able to break into that, in, into the first team. You never know. I mean, how um, you, I don't know if Juranovic is. He's not as um, giving of minutes to uh, younger players as he's as not. Others. He no. really isn't. He really isn't. You look at. I think I might have said this last time we were on. A lot of our side is over over the age of thirty. We had Alexandropoulos a couple of seasons back, and other coaches would have given him a lot more minutes compared to what uh, Jovanovic did. You know what? Spe- you know what? You brought up a, a topic that I actually uh, hadn't mentioned while talking about transfers. Alexandropoulos is linked with Olympiakos right. and Ajax. Um, your uh, then I read he was linked with. Nah, it's not going to happen. No, uh, he won't come. He was linked with the uh, Bundesliga club or something, something along those I lines. I think he was well. linked to Vera Divise as well. I was think it it... Dutch, yeah, it might have been yeah, Dutch. Yeah, it was Dutch league. I remember which club it was. Um, and I, I look if he, I, I know apparently he's not in, he's not in uh, Sporting's plans, which is a real shame considering he was he's only been there a season. Um, but I think just move to Holland. You know, as as a Libyagos fan, obviously I'd love to have. Alexandropoulos uh, in our team, especially if it gets one of you guys. <laughs> but, but I, I think for his career, just, just go to Holland. It's, it's a proven place for Greek players to flourish. Just go there. It's, it's a good league. It's probably yeah. uh, if it's on par, in my opinion, with with Portugal, um, in terms yeah. of the quality of teams and and the quality of the league itself. Um, so uh, moving on, moving on to Instagram, we have uh, our, our good old friend Nick Galafakis at Nutty underscore Greek. Uh, who would you like to see in the squad versus Netherlands in September, and who would you see start? Oh, well, I mean, this feels like a age away since that, but yeah. we can definitely talk about the the, the Atleti. Uh, Nick, any players off the top of your head that you want to see for certain against the Dutch? Look, for certain, as as you said, we've got plenty of time to discuss this. Early season form's going to play a role, but we know who our keeper's going to be. We know what our backline's going to look like. I think and we showed against France, we, we can withstand a bit of pressure and the Dutch don't don't possess the quality that the French do. It's going to be where we find the goals from to try. If it's nil or if you know, time's winding down, where are we going to sneak or convert a draw into a win? So for me, if he can start the season well, I'd love to see Limnios uh, get a start because we really lack uh, quality wingers. Yeah, if if he starts off strong, um, definitely. I, I want to see... I guess pipe dream, but I want to see Gonzandelias maybe play a bit more of a role this time around, but I don't think that's likely. Um, no, you're right. And, and this is what I was going to say before about Gonzandelias. It feels, um, again, maybe I'm totally wrong. It's just, just a feeling. Us, the ethnic Greek football in general, we hold back our, our youngsters compared to other countries. Yeah, I think so. Maybe, maybe going on an earlier point that I made, maybe that's why club uh, like play like young players who are highly touted in Europe are highly touted because they're actually given a chance to show themselves in their league whereas with Greeks like uh, Gonzalez got a few uh, he did get minutes in bulk because they wanted the future to allow it but yeah but for the national team he doesn't really get a chance against yeah. any, Gibraltar, any that was it. team at any level um and obviously biased completely but I I still want Fortunis to be part of the ethnic setup um because I, I I still think that even if he's not starting, he's a valuable player to bring, um, especially if he's in form. Um, but that I guess that's in terms of the in terms of um, players to bring. I guess, there's not really a lot that sticks out. Nicolau yeah. is uh, bang on about. I think he should probably come as well. Yeah, as yes, a, as because a third or fourth choice. Hadzidiakos is out. 
Yes. Well, that, Ma- Mapropanos, sorry. So, Ma- yeah, yes, Mapropanos, Mapropanos is, is suspended. Mapropanos, so... Yeah. So we will need another centre back to come in. Hopefully, it's not Zavellas. Yeah, but it probably will be Nick because he's found a new club or, now. Or I'd like I'd like to see Nicolau ahead of both of them. I tell you what, man, and he's another youngster again, Gulliarakis. Yeah, Gulliarakis. He starts the season well at Paul. You know what on 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 Retzos? I think if he can actually break into the Olympiagos team because I think Martinez is willing to give him an opportunity. If he looks semi decent, he can play it on all positions as well. He can play left back, right back, and centre back. So. Maybe it is my mild bias, but you know, if he's fit and he's actually playing okay, I don't think it's but it would be bad to call him up. I don't think he should start over Mavrobanos and Hadzidiakos, but I think if if he's you know he's a senior player, so I think he's and he's permanently at Olympiagos now. I don't think it would be out of the question to to call him up. But I, I like you said, I think there's other I players. I think he'll get called up. Yeah, I think he probably will. I'm, but I'm I th- talking starting, yeah. But but I feel like over the international break, he was called up when he probably shouldn't have been, whereas I want him to justify ah. him being called up. Because I, I do think there's still a place for him in the team. He's still quite young. Um, but I hope it's based on form and his fit and if he's actually yeah. ready to play. Um, Other than that, you look at the midfield, It's and that's credit to Boyer. He's really ironed out the, the issues in midfield. Again, we have a good idea of what our midfield's going to look like. And it's up to guys like Papa Nicolau, who scored a bomb goal, by the way, in uh, Champions League qualifying. Yeah, it's up to that. guys like Papa Nicolau and Alexandropoulos to try break in. Yes, for sure. Uh, next question, I guess, is similar. Is a similar in a similar breath to what um, what Nick was talking about. It's by um, Football Serbia, and they ask, how should we tactically come prepared to take three points against the Dutch in September? The Dutch are not in a good place at the moment. They have good individual players, but this is probably the worst Dutch team I've seen for a few years now. Uh, I mean, they've, they've not been great for the, over the last decade anyway, because they've missed out on multiple tournaments and qualified for multiple tournaments at the same time. Um, but it's going to be tough away, away from home in in in, in the Netherlands to get to get a, a, a win against them. But I think it's definitely possible. Of of the of France and Netherlands, you'd put money on Greece to maybe get a sneaker win against the Dutch before the French. Um, uh, Nick, what are your thoughts on this one? Because it is going to be tough. How, how do you think the FDG should prepare to play against the Dutch? Similar to, similar to the way we lined up against France, basically. Same sort of tactics. Keep it tight to start off. But again, we lacked in that game. The red card obviously killed it, but mm. we we lacked. Like you could just we we had some decent moments in transition on the counter going forward, but you could just tell we we're never going to score. We just got to add that cutting edge somehow. Whether the strikers create for themselves, we've spoken at length over the years about the number nine curse, but we need more service into them, and that comes from from the wingers. I feel we need the wingers in form. Yeah, and fit as well as as in form yeah. and. and- because as much as we love it when Bagaseda scores, we just can't we can't rely on him to always just bail us That's out. That's right. <laughs> so hopefully our strikers will be ready. I think yeah. Like I, I to answer that question, like you said, Nick, I, I'm fully with you. We just have to approach the game like we did against the French. No fear. Just take the game. Try to take the game to them at times. We can't play too expressively because I think then we will get exposed. Because like I said, they may not be good, but they still have some very solid individual players who couldn't hurt us. Um, but I I think I'm quietly confident we could maybe get a if not a win definitely a result a draw a draw, a draw would be is great. a great result there. a great result because I think that if if we go it's if we, ahead of them exactly and if we then go into the next round of 
um, international uh, qual- qualifiers in October when we play them at home. That's huge. We like because yeah. well, not only do we have to beat the Irish away in Dublin, but we also then have to beat the Dutch at home. And I think there'll be. I hope there's a sellout crowd against against the Dutch because that's a massive game because that could define whether we qualify via the actual um, well <laughs> European cha- uh, Championship qualifiers rather than having to go into the playoffs. Um, so I think yeah. If we can play like we did against the French, I think I'm confident we could get something against the Dutch. Um, and then the last—it's not a question, but the last—the um, last comment on this was from um, Alexis uh, CHSR, and he says, "Why the last sad face?" And I think he might have misread what I put on social media. It's not the last; it wasn't the last episode. It was the latest episode of the Hellas Football Podcast. We are not ending the podcast, in case anyone thought that we were <laughs> we, we uh, might... this is going to be a big big season yes. it feels like it's the calm before the storm right now it's going to be a long season ahead i know for me but of course hasn't been in europe for a long time the aims to get in the group stage there's going to be that thursday sunday grind two games a week very looking forward to it we're going to be here for every second of it then you've got as you said the ethnic year mm. there's, there's international breaks in september october november i believe yes there are one a and, month one a and, month and and um and I think for me as an Olympiagos fan, I'm I'm excited to see the project that we're creating because we've we we haven't made a huge amount of signings, but the names that we're linked with are exciting, and and I trust the the sporting director and the manager to bring us to a good place. And and look, even if it's not a season where we necessarily win the title, it's if we can show that we're at building a project, and then for long term we come back even stronger than and and we're actually in Europe as well where we're competitive, unlike last season. Then I'll I just want to see us look good and not look like a mess. Imagine we're sitting here. Imagine we're sitting here in March next year recording uh, previews for for these, if if we don't get top two in our Euro qualifying group to go down the playoff path. Imagine the nerves there. Yeah, I know. I I don't want to think about it. No, so like you said, for the ethnic, it's a big year because I, oh, I Nick, I, if we, if we get actually reach a major tournament, I'll be so happy because it's been a decade. It will have been a decade by that point, and I can't believe it. I'm actually saying that, but I, yeah, hopefully, hopefully Greece can make us proud, and our clubs can do the same in in all competitions as well. But I think that's more or less everything, Nick. Is there any lasting things you want to say that I didn't bring up, or any just general thoughts? Uh, Bring on the the Champions League qualifiers for for our you know for Panathinaikos for me personally. Let's see the draw. As I said, by the time this goes out, keep an eye on our social media pages. We'll we'll have it posted anyway. Who plays who? Mm. Yeah, and like Nick said, all the best to all the Greek clubs playing in European football, um, and also to all the Greek clubs that don't know the teams that they're going to get yet, because hopefully they're uh, favourable draws, especially for Olympiagos. Um, but yeah. Thank you so much, guys, for watching. For watching, we're not we're recording. There's, there's no video. Uh, thank you, guys, so much for listening. Um, and uh, yeah, um, please uh, please uh, follow us all on, on all our socials. Please uh, listen to us on all the po- uh, podcast platforms that you can listen to us on because we're on a lot of them. Uh, give us five star reviews because that bumps us up in terms of people uh, um, finding us and please recommend us to anyone who might be interested in anyone yeah anyone anyone. and just finally Stephen have a Fredo for me enjoy hopefully you come back uh, 10 and have an Ipovricio for me enjoy oh mate I'm going to be absolutely bloated from all the meat I'm going to be consuming so much souvles man (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait but yeah yes 
Oh, Chef Del- yeah, going to get a Souvlaki mix with Chef Delgiers, obviously. Obviously. But yeah, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you another time. Goodbye.